The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, now we continue our series Boxed, where John Fardy looks back at some classic uh, TV that has uh, changed what we watch and how we watch. So this week we turn our focus to a 2019 series, Back to Life. And John is on the line, presenter of Screen Time. Good morning, John. Morning, Pat. What is the scenario now in this uh, series that you've chosen? Uh, An interesting one. Daisy Haggard, great writer and actress from the UK, plays Mira Madison and she returns to her Kentish home on the Kentish coast after 18 years being in prison. And it's quite incongruous because we don't know what she's in prison for, but she seems very pleasant uh, and very kind and sweethearted and also a little depressed, obviously, because she spent 18 years in prison. It's bound to bring most people down. So it's odd. Why was she there? And it's slowly revealed why she was. And in tandem with that, you have this kind of very picturesque seaside town in Kent who don't really want her back. Uh, And awful things appear in her post box when she returns. There's effigies of her around town. It's pretty brutal. So the scenario is her trying to, as the name would suggest, get back into life or back to life. Now, John, explain to me me, uh, the comedy value of this scenario. (laughs) Well, there's huge comedy value in it because nobody wants her there. She's out of step with reality because in a way, when she went away, it was like 2000 or 2002. So there was no proper use of the internet. So she's still a young woman because she went away when she was 18, but she's completely out of step with modern reality and how most of life works. So if I could bring you the first clip, this is her trying to revisit her doctor from 20 years ago. Hi, my name's very I haven't been here for ages, but I need to re-register. Your last visit was September 2000? Yeah. That's a long time ago. I'm, uh, I'm very healthy. <laughs> oh, I need an updated ID and proof of address. Uh, I don't, I, I don't have anything at the moment. Bank statements, home insurance? I'm, I'm not on any of the bills. So you don't pay bills? Oh, no, it's my parents' house. Wish my parents paid for me. It's not like that. Mobile bill? Oh, I don't have a mobile. How can you not have a mobile? Look, I just need a doctor to look at my head. Well, I just need a proof of residence. I live there. Yes, I know, with mummy and daddy who pay the bills, but I'm going to need a piece of paper that tells me that. Okay, so what if I've been away for a long time? Where have you been? Somewhere. Where? Does it matter? Look, I have an infected cut on my head and I need to see a doctor. Go to A&E. No hospitals, I want to come here. Well, then you're going to have to start being a big grown-up girl that pays some bills now, aren't you? Next. <laughs> That's great. What a patronising so-and-so. Yes, and it's full of those. She Unfortunately, she encounters all these people who are kind of saying to her, computer and life says no as she tries to re-establish it. She does get a job in a sandwich shop when a kind of nice fellow takes pity on her and doesn't necessarily believe all the town talk and she starts to work. So uh, it's hilarious. And I'm always saying it lately to you. It is pure dramedy because it can turn on a sixpence. It's very funny but at times it's heartbreaking. This girl who did something wrong, there's no doubt about it, but she's trying to get her life back together. And the way the world says no to her can be heartbreaking. Now, there are other characters in this drama. It's not just about one person and, uh, you know, those she encounters 
uh, in the bureaucracy, there are other people who feature. Yeah, and they're really well drawn and they're not just kind of second-handers to her. There's her mother and father who themselves are, because she goes back to live with them. I mean, the ignominy of, for her of being in her 40s, having to go back to mommy and daddy, they're brilliantly played and the dad is kind of obsessed with recycling and freaks out when there's still tomato specks left in the cans and stuff like that. There's a next door neighbour who may begin some kind of romance with her. There is her best friend who may have been there on the night that she went away for the crime but chief among them is her parole officer played brilliantly by an actress called Joe Spain who is absurd because she seems more obsessed with her daily diet and her daily ailments. So the second clip I have is her when her parole officer comes to visit her for the first time when she's out. Yeah, I've had the uh, sinusitis. First time I've had dairy all week. I know it ain't PC but I bloody love a bit of dairy. How are you finding being back? Great, yeah, all good. And uh, how are the job interviews going? Oh, uh, yeah, brilliant. Uh, really, really positive feedback, so it's great. Good. And how are you finding it? Being back. You just asked that. Did I? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, did you answer? Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm just so full of codeine right now. Yeah, I slipped a disc. That and the sinusitis, well, the only thing that got me through it was naked and afraid. <laughs> have you seen that? How could I? Yeah, of course you haven't. Well, something to look forward to, I suppose. Google it. But do not Google yourself. And listen, if you are experiencing frustration, depression, or just a deep and consuming sense of hopelessness, it's normal. Oh dear. <laughs> now, um, there are all sorts of uh, impacts that this uh, young woman's actions, whatever they may have been, uh, have had on, on her family, for instance. And um, that question of what might have been for the father who pretends that he has grandchildren. Yeah, you see, this is the thing. that There's heartbreaking moments and a tear-inducing moment. So her dad is in the doctor's surgery one day with her and out of nowhere just lies about the existence of grandchildren because he clearly wanted them and obviously he wasn't able to have them. Now, that sounds really sad and depressing and it is in some ways but as i say in the next moment it will flip to something which is a broad belly laugh so it rides that line absolutely beautifully the other thing i want to say about it is and i may have quoted this to you before so forgive me but ricky gervais says that faulty towers is the golden rule of tv two series of six episodes and in a way he maintains any tv show that's all you need and i think there's a certain logic in that he did that with the office bar of christmas special and this fits that rule it is two series of six episodes each and there is a beginning middle and end and there is absolutely no fat on the bone whatsoever now it was originally a bbc production uh, where can we see it now yeah it was on bbc great critical acclaim and then like happens a lot netflix thought this looks good so it's all streamable on netflix and it's this type of thing you could probably i mean if you had the time watching a whole day because, you know, they're about 30 minutes each. Very good. Back to life, it is called. John, what have you got on screen time this week? Yes, so I have a great director, uh, Sam Hargrave, who's given us a 
big Hollywood blockbuster called Extraction 2. I also have the great Irish actor Liam Carney, who's in a delightful new movie called Sunlight. And we will be reviewing, God help us, Transformers Rise of the Beasts. And it's available as a podcast? It is on Friday at 5pm and then it'll be on the radio on Saturdays at 6. John Fardy, presenter of Screen Time. Thank you very much. Thank you, Pat. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.